great news, people. You're not the first person. You're not the first person to fall into debt. You're not the first person to go through a divorce. You're not the first person to experience depression. And that should bring some some type of solace, some type of comfort to you knowing that, hey, you're not the first person to experience this. Many, many, many people have overcome the exact problem that you are facing. And because many, many people have overcome what you're going through, that means there's hope. You have hope. Remain hopeful because there are solutions to your problems. Ecclesiastes 1.9 in, in the Bible, in the gospel, the scripture. It says, what has been will be again. What has been done will be done again. There is nothing new under the sun. I heard that many times. And it was something that didn't resonate with me because I wasn't open to receiving the full message. Uh, My maturity level didn't allow me to fully understand the sentiment that was being expressed in this in the scripture now when I heard it once again I thought there's nothing new under the sun I was like wait a minute we have Elon Musk over here shooting rockets out into the sun or towards the sun you know he's, he's loading up his self-driving car that's that's new under the sun and he's loading it into a self-landing rocket that's new under the sun and he's shooting it out into the depths of the universe i was like wow all all that stuff's new what do you have to say about that bible and then i begin to think about it a little bit more i was like you know what that stuff's not new the technology the equations the math the physics all that stuff all of the solutions Everything that adds up to that, that has always been there. It just took humans to solve it, ultimately. To slowly build up to learning how to build a self-driving car. Learning how to build and construct a self-landing rocket. All that stuff. It has always been It just takes some revelation, some opening, some figuring out, some problem solving and critical thinking. And now, you know, we may not be trying to develop our own self-driving cars to shoot them off into outer space. Um, Before we can do that, we need to solve our own problems. And like I started this episode off, you're not the first person to go through depression. Luckily for you and for me, we have tools that we can can dig into. We have tools that we can help tune ourselves up with. We have Google. We can uh, we can learn about the signs and symptoms of depression. We can learn about the remedies to fix ourselves. We can also discover people who have been 
much further down the pit of depression than we currently reside at. And we can not only learn about them, we can learn about how they over overcame it. We can learn about not only did they overcome it, but they're now thriving because of it. And they turned their what was a mess into a message. And thank God for those people who overcome serious depression and they share their stories. Thank God for that person who shares their stories because now we have we have some instruction. We have a way. We have a person who has been there and done that, implemented certain actionable steps that are applicable to I don't know, someone who is suffering from depression. We have someone who has shared their story, the the concepts, the practices, the insight that they use to overcome their situation and circumstance to stand into the light of their own personal promised land. And hey, if they can do it, you can do it. All right? Come on. Write that down. If they can do it, you could do it. Alcohol problems? Can't seem to stop sucking down on the booze? Hey, guess what? You're not the only one. You are not the first person to have suffered from the from the from the bottle. You're not the first person who has suffered from alcoholism. You're not the first person to has ever felt powerless in regards to their their consumption. You're not the first person who has lost everything and gave everything over to just have another drink. You're not the first person to have lost their job because of your alcoholism. And guess what? Because you're not the first person, once again... Once again, the solutions are out there for you to figure it out. And we live in a day, in age, where there is no valid reason to remain in the dark about anything that you want to figure out. Because the storytellers share their stories online, whether it is an article or a blog or a podcast, just like this one. And there's books. How about how about uh, giving the old Google, stroking some keys and getting some letters and words and phrases and keywords to bring some solutions to your problems, illuminating your world, which currently is much darker than what it could be. Sorry about that. If you do not know how to manage your money, guess what? You're not the first person. Which I find it, once again, comforting knowing that these problems that I feel are not exclusive to me because I am in great company. For example, you might have heard of a guy named Dave Ramsey. Dave Dave Ramsey is a... Well... He's a multimillionaire, but he didn't start there. He did not start there indeed. He, as a matter of fact, um, had he has a great financial story, a great underdog story, 
And we can learn from him and the practices that he implemented, the practices that he revealed. And we can walk away and stand on a much firmer foundation of financial literacy to where, hey, we have a little bit more money now. Now we know how the world works a little bit more. And because we now know how the world works a little bit more, we can hold our heads up a little bit higher. We're a little bit more confident. And because we now know a solution, guess what? We can help other people. That's right. Isn't that what it's all about? Overcoming our problems in efforts to become more independent, more to add more strength to our overall well-being. And then we can help lift up other people. I think that's awesome. Maybe you have a problem with knowing the right thing to do, but doing what you're not supposed to. Hey, guess what? You're not the only person. As a matter of fact, that is just part of the human condition. Free will, the free will to choose between right and wrong. And that struggle has been since day one. You are in good company, my friend. And I'm here to tell you that there's other people out there just like you. We all know right from wrong. We all have that still voice that small, still voice that resides within every single human being, whether it is put there by the universe, by a divine spirit, by God, we all have that conscience. In Romans 7, 15, the Apostle Paul, man, that guy so many years ago, thousands of years ago, he wrote this, I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate to do, I do. By golly, when I heard that, I was like, man, he's he took the words out of my mouth. Because the things that I do, that I don't want to do, I often find myself doing them. And I beat myself up over it. And... It's like, man, why do we do the things that we know that we shouldn't do and don't do the things that we know we should do? There's that free will. There's that flesh and the spirit battling it out. And every time we let our flesh win a little bit more, it gets a little bit more stronger. Every time we silence that still small voice, it gets a little bit quieter. Every time we allow darkness to take over, we get a little bit dimmer. The brightness that we have starts to reside a little bit more. And because we are dimmer, hey, the world gets a little bit darker. And that's no fun. That's no fun bringing around all that darkness everywhere. I bet you're the life of the party, right? Another notable figure who wrote about struggling from 
from a person who people called I don't know how you rise up to being called a saint, but you probably got to be a pretty good guy to earn that title. Uh, St. Augustine in the year 1475. So it was a little bit more than yesterday. A long time ago. In the year 1475, St. Augustine wrote in his journal. He wrote this. Give me chastity and temperance. But not yet. But not yet. He still wanted to sin. So I did a little bit of research about St. Augustine. And it turns out that he was not willing completely to give up, you know, chasing tail. He ended up getting married. You know, back in the day, you know, uh, priests and popes and saints... They were not allowed to have families. From what I understand, I could be wrong. But this guy, St. Augustine, uh, he he was being tempted by the voluptuous bosom, by the breastuses of a woman who turned out to become his wife. So he wrote, give me chastity and temperance, but not yet. Chastity! Man, he... He still wanted to crush. He wanted to crush some puss. And he wanted to get it in a little bit more. Even though he knew that it was wrong. He knew that it was wrong and he prayed about it. Give me chastity and temperance. But not yet. Man, how many times have we prayed that? You know, like, we will give in to to the temptation This is going to be my last hit. My last hit. And then I promise I will stop. But just... This is the last weekend. This is the last time. But when we keep it real with ourselves, we know it's not the last time. Because whatever that thing is that we're trying to give give up, it makes us feel too good. The high is too high. But inevitably, those highs always come down. And because we gave in... We we subside at a lower level than where we started at. Our baseline is now below. The high got us so high. And because it was artificial and man-made, it was cheap. It was something that could be bought. It makes us feel high temporarily. And then because we know that that was the wrong thing to do. We lose confidence. We lose confidence in ourselves. We lose confidence in our ability. In our ability to do the right thing. And you know what? One of the definitions of integrity is to do the right thing even though nobody's looking. We can lie to other people. We can put on this front, this facade that we never make mistakes, that we got it all figured out. But on the inside, man, we're just lying to ourselves. Some of the worst lies are those that we tell to ourselves. And there was an interesting way that I learned about lying and what it means or why lying is a sin. And in a nutshell, when you lie, you try to alter reality. You try to uh, twist and manipulate the fabric of reality 
into your own narrative. But just like a ruler, you can only, you know, one of those plastic rulers, you can only bend it so far until it snaps back, right? It snaps back right into your face, causing you pain, because that's what happens when you lie, and your lie finally gets revealed, and it's no longer truthful, you are now known as a liar, and the worst lies that I have ever told have been to myself. And for the liar, God's truth is not good enough for them. Man, that, that is a, a arrogant statement, right? You're going to lie because God's truth or the truth in general is not good enough for you? Okay, I guess. Go ahead and make it up. Go ahead and tell yourself that you got it under control. Go ahead and tell yourself that everything is all right. Go ahead and tell yourself that you have all the answers. You have it all figured out. All that you know is all that needs to be known, right? And But anyways, just want to let you know the good news. The good news is that you're not the only one who feels inadequate. You're not the only one who has shortcomings. You're not the only one who is imperfect. You are in good company because we're all, we all fall short. We all miss the marks. We all, man, we all, we all slip and fall. But the best ones, the best people, the strongest people, the most evolved, mature, well-adjusted and adapted people, they fix their mistakes. They learn from their mistakes. They learn from other people's mistakes as well because the cautionary tells those are told to share what not to do. So hopefully our lives don't become a cautionary tale for other people to learn how not to live. Let's let's try to sort ourselves out, figure ourselves out by looking in the mirror deeply and with intent to positively transform. Let's ask the deep questions and get the profound answers so that those answers can transform us in a meaningful way. Let's keep it real. Let's keep it real with ourselves. That's enough for today. Until we meet again, onward. Always onward.